0: Today, our focus is on what problem do you solve? And and the problem that this guest solves today is really, really geared on branding. She has built an amazing business that is all focused on just building personal brand for leaders of companies. It is so powerful and most people discount the fact that having a personal brand also helps your business brand. Now, I'm a Gen Xer, and Gen Xers grew up without the internet. They grew up without all the things that that make it so easily available to, to see much about anybody. But in today's world, most Gen Xers and a lot of Millennials fail to see the value of building that personal brand. And as you lead out in your organization, as you focus on the growth and scaling of your company, you need to be focusing on this problem that Liana Zabo problem solves in her business. And that is building a personal brand that matches the company or enterprise that you lead. So you're gonna hear some great stuff. You're gonna hear some some of the reasons why she does what she does. You're gonna hear about how she grew her business from just a single mom business as a side hustle in her dad's restaurant, the family restaurant, into something that's amazingly grown into seven different countries. She has grown, she has scaled, she has done the things that she needs to do to grow and, uh, and build her own business. And at the same time, grow the reputation and the brand of leaders all over the world. She writes for Forbes magazine. She's a member of the Young Entrepreneurs Corporation uh, group and she is absolutely inspiring. So I hope you enjoy this interview. Liana is an amazing woman with an amazing passion, with an amazing business of helping other founders and executives brand themselves to match the company that they are building. I love it. Enjoy this episode and share it with anyone you know who maybe lacks in their personal brand. Welcome. Welcome. To the Growth and Scaling podcast, this is your host, Todd Westra, and I am so glad you're here today because we are going to interview an amazing founder or executive who is going to share with us their decisions that they made that exploded their growth. So if you need some inspiration, you want to hear how other businesses are doing it, this is a place to be and we are glad you're here. Enjoy this episode. Today, We've got an amazing, amazing person on the show who solves a huge problem for people that normally they can't solve on their own. It's a foreign language, it's a foreign world, and she does an amazing job solving it. So we're gonna jump right in. Liana, tell us who you are and what problem do you solve?
1: Todd, thank you so much for having me. I mean, I'm so excited to share my story. I'm Liana Zabo, and I'm a publicist, I'm a strategist, and I solve the, m- the biggest problem is how to be seen and how to be heard, and how to build my online presence. What does it take to build a strong online reputation, right, so that people can resonate with you when you are Google, you're top of mind, you're resonating, you're trending in the news, and people are talking about you, right? And so as a business owner, what steps are you taking right. to get there?
0: I love it. So most people don't think about this. I mean, it, I would venture to say that the a very large, probably 95, 95 plus percent of founders and business owners, they have not thought about what they look like when they're Googled. Absolutely.
1: You know, I always say that. Do you know what Google shows about you? And so as my agency, you know, Zalvo Media PR Group, what we do there is we actually give all of our... I guess people that just want to learn about themselves, like a, a whole class, you know, so we teach them uh, what shows up and what steps to take in order for you to understand what's relevant and what's not, and how do you create a positive reputation?
0: All right. So Liana, you're, you're in New York city, right? And you have a lot of, a lot of people that live in New York city who have amazing businesses have amazing, I mean, a lot of wealth, a lot of success, a lot of people that have some amazing stuff going on in New York City. I mean, center of all commerce in the world, right? New York City. How many of those people, if you were to pick 10 people on the street, would you say have a healthy reputation online?
1: I would say they have nothing. They're not recognized for any of that. You know, <laughs> They have no recognition. They're not even, they probably don't even exist on Google except
0: for their social and why is that important? Why does it matter? I guess a lot of them would ask you, "What? I don't care. Well, why does Absolutely. it matter?
1: Well, it only matters to those that actually want to relate to our customers and clients. So I only can speak to experts, professionals that want to be recognized. They actually love recognition because right. of what they have accomplished. And in that, the trust is formed, right? When you have no recognition, people can't trust you. They can't come to you and say, you know what? I'm not sure what right. you do. So when you are, for instance, you're an attorney and you have amazing, credible reputation, right? And you have credibility and the visibility, right. you'll be attracting the right demographic, right? You will be attracting who you want to serve. So you need to speak that language, totally. right? You need to be featured in those publications where your clients are reading about you. So it's super important to a thought totally. leader in the space again building a reputation and being recognized is not for everyone and it shouldn't be for everyone it's only for those that actually take their personal brand important right they take their seriously it's important to them if it's not serious to you and then you know then you really don't have a successful business so right now since the pandemic right the, the whole online culture has, it yeah. has pivoted to everything is online if I can't Google you, and I yeah. can't find you on Google. You don't exist. Your business doesn't exist. So it's important to build that reputation. It's important to be heard, to be seen. Press releases are a great way to start. Make an announcement about what's happening in your company. I think it's so important to Love it. find trust. Again, I'm saying it again. Find trust with the clients you're trying to serve. Otherwise, if there's no trust in any relationship, right? There's no loyalty and there's nothing really nothing to go forward with
0: love it love it you know the, the other day i was talking with a friend of mine who i've known for a few years and i said you know i don't even know what you do and, and he said oh i i'm an optomist uh, eye surgeon right he does like lasik surgeries and all sorts of cataract surgeries and stuff like that i can't think of the name off the top of my head so i apologize. <laughs> but, uh I had no idea. I've known this guy for years and I really didn't even know and understand what problem he solves. And it is so important because look at me, I wear glasses. I didn't know that he could solve my problem. And had I known that a friend of mine, someone that I know and trust could solve this, I would probably go to him as opposed to go to Costco. You know what I mean? And it's so important as you build a business and those listening about what it takes to scale, Liana solves a problem that you likely need to have solved. And that is letting your client avatar know you exist, that you are there to help them and that you're the best person that can help them. Would you say? One hundred
1: percent, you know, we form stories, angles. (laughs) We know exactly what story is newsworthy and exactly what you said about your friend, right? For example, if you want to ask Alexa, Alexa, give me the nearest doctor nearby, right? Whoever is on Google and trending yeah. with their story, they'll be, she'll give you the nearest uh, person or business. So that's so important, not only to build up your business, but build up your own personal brand. Who are you as a person? Because if you're pivoting and you're changing your business, your personal brand will always stay with you. Yeah. So that's so important too. I represent always. the face behind the brand. I'm on the corporate level. I am more about the personal branding. Just, I don't represent products. Totally. Right? So the PR, personal branding, that's where the, the important, significant factor comes in.
0: I love it. I love it. So tell us about your business. As you've grown and scaled, you've had this business going for over five years on your own. And I know you did things before that that led into your own business. But tell us about this journey. Like, how? what's been your favorite part so far about growing and scaling your own PR for You know,
1: telling my own story. I think that in itself is what makes me so relevant the fact that i can open up and i'm so transparent with my story and authentic brings more people in to learn more about me right so when i started my journey i made sure that if i'm going to preach the story of you telling the story i need to be the first one to tell my story i'm a college drop,
0: right single mom right.
1: i have a 17 year old son and so I know what it takes to tell your story because that creates relevance. That creates people to resonate with you. The most the, the most fun part, I would say, about my journey is opening up. It was the hardest, but opening up and telling my story, which then in turn let people trust me because I am so transparent with who I am. And right. also being featured. Forbes, you know, as a Forbes thought leader, I take pride in my own, you know, column in Forbes, and I talk about different things that actually interest me and other people can learn about, like, for example, debunking the myths of PR, like, there's so many myths about PR, so I want to (laughs) debunk those myths, you can read about that, I have my column, so I have a couple of articles that come out you know, uh, once a month, twice a month, depending, and um, there's different topics they talk about. So when I was actually, when I I was recognized as an expert, Forbes reached out and in 2020, I became a Forbes thought leader.
0: Love it. I love it. And that would have never happened. had you not been out there putting yourself out there and talking about the things that you specialize in?
1: yes right and and actually connecting and making sure because what happened was i owned my family owned a restaurant under upper east side right before the pandemic
0: yeah
1: we i had my whole business in the restaurant i literally birthed my business in that restaurant right it's people came people <laughs> came for podcasts they came to the restaurant i wine and dine them thanks i love it it was everything just took place there when the pandemic when COVID hit, we had to pivot completely. Everything had to go back online. Right. And I wasn't really savvy with online people. If you, if you wanted to talk to me, you will pick up the call, you will pick up the phone and just talk to me. Right. And so you just come over to right. the restaurant. I would never do zooms. I would never do any of that. It actually became more planned and I had yeah. to learn everything when, hit. Okay, so yeah. I took my whole business and the model has shifted completely and I took it online and the one thing that what yeah. I did was my engagement rate was so low I had to pick it up and the only way you can do that is knock on some social media doors and say hey knock knock I am going to interview you and let's connect right everybody's going totally. to do the same thing right we're all in the same problem we're all sitting home and trying to understand what the hell is going on in this world and so I took Opportunity. And I'm like, let's talk, let's connect, let's engage, let's network while we're Take advantage of this. And so that's when my business just boomed. It tripled in my business because I started coming out of my comfort zone because I had nothing to lose. I'm like, I have to make this happen. And so when I started reaching out, that's when my business boomed. And that's when Forbes reached out.
0: I love it. I love it. Now you're you're a Forbes contributor. You're also a member of the YEC, which is a very cool organization, and and you have put yourself out there as an example to your clients. Now, what what would you say in, in your in building your business? We all have ups. We all have downs. What's been the hardest thing for you to kind of wrap your head around as you try to grow your PR agency?
1: Delegating and hiring so many people. You know, <laughs> I think that was hardest and still is. I'm. I'm still trying to battle that, and I'm struggling. And I have mentors on my team that that help me. But I went global last year. 2022 is the year I went global. We are in Australia. We are in London, Dubai, Paris. We are. There's one more, Singapore. And so that was one of the hardest moments of how do I work with so many people globally. We're, we are remote, yeah. right? And so make this work. And a lot of people in those countries want to come to the American market and they want to be seen and heard. And that's another problem that I'm solving is you right. have a story and you're in a different country. I can make sure that you'll be published here in the States and you can get your business even more well-rounded right. here. So yeah, I would say to answer your question, delegation and making sure that everyone is doing their work and, everyone works together yeah. and I'm, you know, I'm such a person, I'm, I'm, you know, as I would never say that I'm the boss, you know, I would say me being the leader, everyone else has to have an entrepreneurial yeah. spirit, right? I don't hire unless you have that entrepreneurial drive. You need to feel that this is your yeah. business yeah. as well. And they are stakeholders at my company as well. Most of employees are stakeholders as well. So I give them that opportunity to Very that they own the business as well part of it
0: i love it that that is a really awesome way to do it and i i i totally respect when people are able to not feel like they can't share in the in the success with their staff and with their team now you said you're in what six seven countries right now amazing it's awesome congratulations by the way I, I will have to agree with you that delegation is one of those things that is probably one of the bigger challenges every entrepreneur faces. As they grow in scale, they can't wear all the hats that they try to keep on all the time. And so you have to delegate or you're gonna go nuts. And so how what advice do you give to other entrepreneurs who are really struggling to kind of let go of the things they like to have control of?
1: <laughs> the things you really wanna have control of is actually controlling you right and so it it, it, it also makes you fear that if you let it go then you feel like a part of you you're letting go right for me right I would say when I um, let go of what I really want to control it just became just so simple for me Yeah, I didn't have to struggle to control something If, if it's meant to be to work seamlessly it will and you know me working so many people it. across the world if i had to control everything yeah. you know people wouldn't want to work with me because i'm not the type to no. be on top of someone and, and I, I this is what i say if you don't treat this business as your own and you see that there are incentives then you should just not be part of this team right and so we just black right. in white right. right you there's no way to control anyone you have to be in it to win it, and that's all I have to say. Not in it to right. win it, then you know, find a way for them to go peacefully.
0: Right. You know, I, I uh, my first business partner. We were both what 21, 22. When we started a wonderful business, uh, and we we t- spent a decade together building a business. And one of the earliest lessons we learned is exactly what you just said. It's not who you don't hire that kills your business, it's who you don't fire. You know, if you've got people that are dead weight and kind of dragging the culture down a little bit because they're not motivated and they they just sit and complain because because Liana didn't give me a job to do. That's the type of person that drags your company down. And it sounds like you have learned early that it's hiring the people who can think for themselves, they can kind of take ownership of the responsibility you've given them and not have to be handheld the whole time that really give you the greatest measure of success.
1: You know, Todd, and I think that's the problem. You're exactly right. I think that's the problem in, in with so much that's happening and how people hire. People hire based on the college you graduated from, based on the experience. And when I, you know, dropped out of college, I had zero knowledge of what PR is, right? I had to go back. and. Cornell right. you know online take a lot of classes I had mentors that I learned from nobody yeah. wanted to hire me when I applied to right. like, oh what college did you graduate from did you have any experience I'm like look I'm like I am a go-getter I am gonna bust ass for you yeah. no you don't have any experience yeah. and no you're not a... I'm like okay I guess I'm gonna have to start my own company you haven't you you leave me no choice I'm gonna start my own company you know and right. so that's what happened because I actually wanted to go and learn, I'm like, you know, what well, the best way to do it is to learn. But then, actually, I tell you a, a short story of I wanted to find a PR agency that we kind of work together and show me the first steps. And so, when we opened the restaurant right. in the city um, in Manhattan, we needed a PR agency to represent our restaurant, right? And I had no idea what what right. entails in hospitality, and so I found this PR agency and I right. gave them an ultimatum basically. I'm like, look. I want you to represent my restaurant, but we have one condition here. You're going to teach me everything I need to know about PR. You're going to let me sit here, whatever I need to answer the questions. You're going to gain my restaurant and you're going to get a lot more other restaurants. And I mean, the people that I know and the leverage right. that I have is what I can bring to the table. And so I right. use that to get what I needed, and they won as well. So it was a win-win situation. And so for the year that I was with them, I learned a lot, right? And and they got a lot.
0: That's awesome. Wait, listen, it's people like you that keep our economy going. It's people like you that motivate and inspire other entrepreneurs to do what they need to do to have an impact in the world. I love this interview. And, And, you know, as you've been talking, I can't help but think... Yeah, you've got, you've got the family restaurant, you've got all these other people that you've been able to help, likely that are in the similar boat as your family was at their restaurant. And, and I don't know your entire client base, but as you look around in your network, and, and as you've kind of struggled to build this PR company and learn the ropes and learn the, the responsibilities of your business, who is it that you look at and you think, you know, it was hard, but I kept looking at this, this person and they just inspired me. Can you give a shout out today to someone that, that kind of was that person? You know, age? I have
1: to give a shout out to my father. I do have to do that. And then I'll, and then I'll give another it. shout out to one more person, which is a woman that inspired me. Um, but my father is such an entrepreneur. Uh, he has built massive, massive uh, you know, wealth for himself. And it was never a day where he would spoil me. Right. The reason I am the way I am today is right. because it was hard work pays off you go and you work for yourself and you make a name for yourself. And so if it wouldn't be for him and his attitude and, and always ask yeah. me, so how's your business going? What's your revenue? So he's always on top of me and always says, look, you don't need to have a man to depend on. you got to be self-sufficient. And so I, I love right. the way he raised me. And I would say another thing that really that. inspired me um, is I would say Jane Pantarelli. She is actually a woman. I call her my godmother. Um, She, you know, opened up a lot of doors for me. And um, met her in my restaurant, actually. And when we met, it was just like, wow, you know, we have so much that we can talk about and share. And she opened the door for me, and I became a a member at this Woman Republican Club. And... um, in in the city and I take pride in that you know I take pride because yes I'm not heavy into politics but I am a Republican and um right and that's what she did for me
0: well you're an entrepreneur that's what makes you a Republican in a lot of ways (laughs)
1: yes yes and I take pride in
0: that free market economists I mean people like you who think the way that you know most conservative values teach us to work hard see the fruits of our labor, don't rely on other people, build your own systems, build your own business, make what you can out of life. I love that about your story and I love that about your belief system. And I could tell you're a very principle-centered person. So Liana, I, I appreciate the shout out and I appreciate all that you stand for in growing and scaling your business. If you were to think of one last thing that you could share with our audience, the one thing that you wish someone would have told you as you start to grow and scale your business, that maybe you, you had to learn the hard way? What would that be?
1: That time is more valuable than money, actually. I would say that if you get to- Love that. Sit with someone for an hour and talk to them, make sure they value your time. Because when I used to give my time freely, they would take advantage of it. And then I understood, I have to charge yeah. for my consultations. They don't, they don't appreciate what they get. Yeah. I need to make sure that they walk away, or even thinking to come to talk to me. Hey, you know what? Let me be straightforward with my questions and answers. She, she it's her time. She's a thought leader. She's an expert. I have to respect that. And so I wish right. I had the confidence to ask for what I'm worth earlier on. But now I'm weeding out the right people because whoever wants to invest in himself right. what will invest in me. And so that is that I time is, is of essence.
0: I love it i love it liana you are amazing you're an inspiration a single mom who's made made her business out of her own hard work and effort and, and i just i applaud you i just couldn't be more proud to have you on the show today i know that there's people listening who are in a similar position who are looking for that inspiration and you have shared some wonderful beautiful insights today uh, thank you so much for being on the show and i uh, people can follow you where are you most active Instagram, LinkedIn, yeah, Twitter, where
1: are you at? Zavo Liana, Zavo Liana Liana Zavo. Awesome. Um, you know Twitter is a space for journalist communications. I mean that's where all the experts come in. Yes, Instagram as well, official lady yeah. zavo TV. And um, we can definitely you can email us. Hello at zavo media PR dot com and let's get a consultation. I
0: love it. Uh, love it. You're awesome. All that information is going to be in the show notes below. So if you're listening and didn't have a chance to write it down, just click the link below and you're going to get it. So thank you so much for being on the show today. And we hope you've learned something today that'll help you know what it takes to grow and scale your business. Thank you, Liana. Thank
1: you, Todd. Happy Valentine's Day.
0: Hey, this has been awesome. What did you think of that interview? Inspiring, right? I mean, to take someone who has every excuse... To discount her own abilities, drop it out of college, single mom, uh, you know, raised in, a, in an environment where she was given empowerment and love and support. And she took what she had and built and grew an amazing enterprise that, that spreads across the world. I mean, her impact is now affecting lives all over the world you can also have this impact. And as you really listen to what it takes to scale in this episode, I hope that what you captured was something unique that you need to focus on. Not something that I said or she said, but I hope it triggered some things in your mind that that will empower you to go and build your brand, to go and build your business the way that she's done, to learn and educate and find where you fit in in a world that's passionate to you. She had passion to build the brand of her, of her restaurant business and her family, and look what came out of it. A whole new business opportunity that she would have never imagined just a few years prior to that. She took what she needed to know, absorbed as much information from professionals that were around her, and now offers those services and that support to other budding entrepreneurs trying to enter her space. Inspiring. Share this episode with those that you know who are trying to grow and scale their brands, trying to grow and scale their businesses and need some inspiration from a single mom who's been able to, to pull it off. Love, passion, and hard work. I love those three things about Liana. Thanks so much for being on the show.